so we have a choice to make to continue as is in this addictive way of being of only knowing how to create with this kind of urgency and push and drive discipline grind there's a choice do you continue as is or do you pursue success differently Welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where we explore what it means to create a truly exquisite life. I'm your host, Amira Alvarez, inviting you to be part of these intimate conversations about feminine ambition, what lies beyond traditional notions of success, and how to answer the question, what's next when you've already achieved so much? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman. And today we're doing something a little bit different here at the Unstoppable Woman. We are talking about how to have and create an exquisite life. Now, we're going to be talking about this not at the expense of your ambition. And this is very important because most of the women who listen to this podcast have drive, have ambition, are going for big things, big goals, big dreams. And they've achieved a lot. You've achieved a lot in your life. There's a lot of success that you have created. And yet, there's a part of you that feels like, hmm, I've created all this success and yet I don't have everything in my life that I truly desire. We call this behind the scenes here at The Unstoppable Woman, the four out of five problem. This is where your life is pretty freaking amazing, pretty good, pretty excellent, pretty great in four out of five areas. But that fifth area is not really working. And you don't like to look at it. You look at it, it's painful. You sweep it away, you shove it away. And yet it comes back again. And then you find something to occupy yourself, you get distracted, you throw yourself into a project and and lean into something that you know that you'll be successful at, but isn't necessarily going to solve that core problem. And that's holding you back from your exquisite life. And this is something that I see happen again and again and again for really uber successful, really smart, really driven women. They are so competent and they can get so much done in their lives. And yet there's this one area that they have not yet mastered and they go back habitually to the places that they feel secure and comfortable and feel like they can win in these areas and they work there instead of working on this this core area that is really super critical. But I'm going to talk about what the principles of an exquisite life are today and walk you through what it means to create one and, and, and the key concepts involved in that and talk to you about how this four out of five problem is is really linked to a core wound and how when you unleash that you leverage something that creates worlds right is super powerful so and when i say unleash i mean really unlock it and clarify it I- identify it clarify it and resolve it you're able to really open up an entire life 
for yourself full of full of everything you desire. Now, what is it you desire? So this is this is a big thing that I think is one of the principles that the unstoppable woman has, which is, you know, desire is causative. What you want matters. That if you are going for more, you will always have the next thing that you desire. And this is not bad. The, the the lack of satisfaction in your day-to-day life might be a challenge. The the feeling of not feeling whole or lit up or in love with life might be a challenge. But the desire for more is not what creates that unless you let it. Okay. So there's there's a lot more on that that we can talk about. But if you are desiring more, it's a good thing. And you want to have it all. But that is such a loaded term. We we were we were told you can be anything that you want growing up, right? We were we were told you can be anything that you want, but you can't have it all. And then there were advertising and marketing and social programming that that says, but you want it all. Don't you want it all? And here's the thing. We want our version of all. To have it all, which I think is what you desire for yourself, you have to really claim, yes, I really want it all. Now, my all might not be your all, and that's totally fine. There's also a bunch of loaded stuff here around, you know, trying to be superwoman, right? Like, I want to be fabulous in all the fronts. And and then there's this backlash around, that's an impossible um goal for women to attain it. It puts so much stress on, on the individual woman to be a great mother and a great lover and a look fabulous and have great health and, uh, slay it in their career and do all the things, have the great friendships, all of that, that there's no way to keep up. And yet, and we'll get to this in, as we go through the principles of what creates an exquisite life that when you tap into a greater power and you're not trying to move matter with matter, like just sheer willpower and force and action, 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 grind, 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 do, do, do. You have so much more power. Now I'm, I'm a doer for sure. I, I love a good checklist. Oh my God. I just was in, in bed in more in the morning with my man. I was like, let's make a checklist about what we're doing today. It makes me so happy. Right. And then we flow and, you know, ease and flow with that is essential. But like, I am a lover of a list. Do not get me wrong. I'm a lover of getting things done. Do not get me wrong. I am a doer in this world. And yet I had to learn in my quest for creating an exquisite life that doing, grinding it out, kind of doing, like always like trying to make things happen with action, push, push, push is not an effective means of creating. And if you do it that way, you will be exhausted and you will not be able to have it all, okay? You will be resentful of your desires, if you will. Like, I want all these things, but I can't have them and I'm not succeeding in these ways. This is super frustrating, okay? So we're gonna talk more deeply about that in coming episodes as we really unpack this concept of the exquisite life. But right now, I want I want you to to know that this uh, four out of five problem is really really a big thing. 
The other thing that happens for women is that, and not just women, humans that are really driven, is that they think, okay, I'm going to focus on this part of my life, my career, my business, the financial remuneration, which is super important. We are not saying, I want to be super, super clear here. This is not exquisite life at the expense of your drive, of what you desire, of of the things, the successes in life that you want. This is not exquisite life at the expense of financial remuneration or uh, the the great title or the status or the um, the roles that you want or the beautiful environments you want to live in. This is inclusive of that. I just need to make sure that we we're all talking and have the same frame on this. This is this is an and more. Uh, discussion. How do you have your ambition and have your exquisite life? And so many people start thinking, I need, I'm going to do this first. I'm going to focus on this first. And then the payoff is going to come later. Like I'm going to focus on my business. I'm going to focus on my career and put all my energy and effort in there. And, and I will reap the rewards later. And it's okay to feel like crap. It's okay to feel stressed all the time, burnt out. Okay to just feel motivated when I have a new big project and have that urgency. It's okay to to not feel lit up in the journey because later I'll be able to enjoy my good. And that that is a big, big problem. And now the the challenge is that there's some truth in this this conversation. Okay. Well, not in this conversation. There's, there's some truth in this, uh, idea that you do need to focus. Focus is key. It's one of the key disciplines that you need to learn. If you're going to be successful An Olympic athlete has to focus. So, so acutely every single day to, to get that gold, the same thing. If you're going after any goal in life, you need to focus and the challenge is when you wake up and you realize you've only focused on that and everything else in your life or or key parts of your life are are falling apart or not really where you want it or have been left beyond, behind at the expense and un, unintended to if you will hey there i just want to take a quick moment and ask what's the thing holding you back from your own success the hidden shadow or saboteur potentially at play for you And do you know how to find it? We often have that one thing keeping us from our next level. And it's not always the strategic move. It's often the internal one. I found in my own journey of success and building my exquisite life, it's what I call a core wound or loyalty pack. What's that? I share more at theunstoppablewoman.com, right on the homepage. Find out more at theunstoppablewoman.com. Now let's get back to our episode. So we have a choice to make. And the choice is, do we stay in this sort of addictive uh, behavior the in the pursuit of feeling good in our life? We go back to creating success, creating achievement in the ways that we are good at and are the norm for us, but create a lot of friction and uh, have you ending up not 
completely loving your life. You're not in the ease and the flow, the spaciousness, the the divine, exquisite feeling that you desire. Or do you do it differently? And this, I think, is the question that so many women ask themselves at a certain level of success. Is this all there is? Isn't there more? Like I thought if I worked this hard, I would be there already and thus have the fruits of my labor. But here I am. I have a lot. I'm not going to dismiss the the hard work and the effort that I've put in and the things that I've created. But I thought I would have a more lit up, delightful, exquisite life. And um, why don't I? So there's a choice that you have to make. And it's like, do I keep doing it the same way or do I do it differently? And I'm going to present a case for doing it differently. And I know that this was a question that I asked myself and really went deep into exploring and as a result have created this, this body of work on how to create an exquisite life. So the unstoppable woman is is not no longer going to be talking about business. Absolutely. I love business. I love uh, talking about income generation and how to create wealth and how to create a business and how to create impact and how to do in this world, in the business world. And yet, I also want to expand the conversation and start talking about this wanting to create an exquisite life and how to do that because I have done some deep work on this and it's time to share it with the world. So that's what we are doing now with the exquisite life. So let's dive into some of the principles to creating an exquisite life. Love to share these with you. So the first principle is that ambition at its finest can coexist with ease and spaciousness. I love this. We've been talking a little bit about this so far, but I never used to think that this was possible. I thought I wanted it was a desire. I felt like this was uh, the way it was supposed to work. And yet I wasn't having that at the level that I wanted to. And now I think we evolve, we create levels of these levels of spaciousness, but inevitably I would keep creating urgent projects that would fill the the space, if you will, the spaciousness with something else. And there's, there's a lot to be discussed on this and unpacked. But for now, I want to tell you a story about having a conversation with my friend, Jesse. And Jesse's a great friend, really good, good friend, best friend, has my heart. And we would often do these walk and talks. I would be with my, my dog taking a walk and she would be doing other things. And we lived on opposite sides of the country, but we would have these walk and talks. And there were many conversations that we had about this very subject of, of, you know, can you do it differently? And I remember her saying, I want to be, I want to, I want to do it differently. And, and at the time I wanted that, but I was really committed to validating the way I had done it up until then, which was, uh, if I'm honest, I put in a lot of effort, a lot of hard work, a lot of grind 
And, you know, I remember in that conversation with Jesse saying, you know, every billionaire that I've heard talk about their journey to success has talked about grinding it out and just working really hard and having that sort of grind and hard work, discipline, work ethic, if you will, as part of their success journey. And Jesse was like, yeah, and I want to do it differently. And I remember wanting to agree with her and yet arguing for my limitations, if you will, right? Arguing for my limitations. Now I understand that there is a time and a place for that effort, right? There's that a time and a place for that get the thing off the ground effort. But if you stay in that for the rest of your life, you 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 lose the leverage that uh, comes from working in this different way that I'm going to to be speaking about. And I think many uber, uber successful people do have that grinded out mentality. You hear about this all the time and it's so seductive because in many ways it really works and I've lived it. I know that it really works and yet only to a certain extent, only to a degree. And then you are hit with this four out of five situation where your life is pretty good, but it's not magnificent. It's not exquisite. It's not divine. It's not, it's not lighting you up in the way you thought all that hard work would light you up with. And so, although I wasn't willing at the time to admit to, to Jesse that, uh, I thought it was possible afterwards, I was like, you know, it kept with me, it kept inside of me. And, and I pay attention to the things that, uh, stick. And that was something that I was like, you know what, I want to do it differently. I want to I want to follow my 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 ambition, my drive, but I want to follow it with ease and flow with that that spacious quality. And uh, I've really pursued that and 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 followed that. And I want to tell you a little bit more about how I did that later on in the podcast. But that's the first principle is is ambition at its finest coexists with ease and spaciousness and i promise you it's possible and part of what led me into more was a relationship and i was in a, a really good relationship and i was very loyal to this this man and i was very committed to to him and and yet without going into too much detail, there were some things that weren't really working in the relationship. And we had had conversations about it and thought that we had gotten to a a good agreement of like what we really wanted and where we aligned and all of that. And then I went on this uh, trip and uh, I went to Miami, which is a very sexy town. And there's a lot of vital life force there, if you will. It's not, it's not my place, but, but it's fun to visit. And I went there for a business meeting. It was a a meeting with a, some fellow entrepreneurs and I had a blast and I felt so lit up and, and so alive and vital. And my life force was just flowing in a way that it hadn't flowed in, in my relationship with my man. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. And it, and it, 
held up a a mirror to what I was accepting in my life in terms of uh, vitality and life force in the in the argument for uh, loyalty and commitment. And I'm a very loyal person. So when I came back, I had another conversation and it caused us to realize that we weren't in alignment with each other and that we wanted different things. And I, I thought about it. He offered, you know, do, do you think it's going to work out if we just wait a few months or do you, do you want to call it a day? And so I was like, no, I want more. And this is our more life directive where we, we, we say, you know what, I want more. And one of the things that I've, I've learned along the years, and I'm not, I want everyone who's triggered by this to realize that I'm not advocating for running off and breaking up with people or divorce or anything like that. I I am advocating for you to step into your truth and to understand what is true for you because there's there's more life waiting for you and it's calling you forward. And anything that is in the way of that is is something that needs to be attended to. Sometimes it gets attended to within a relationship, and that is great. And sometimes it gets attended to by leaving a relationship or ending a relationship. And relationships are one of the most important things in life. So I, I don't say that lightly. Okay. So if if we know that something is in the way, and and we know it because we feel resentment, we feel like it's not enough, we feel trapped or frustrated which which brings us to our second principle which is our drive for a rich life and i mean a rich life inside and out is a powerful spiritual directive so our drive for a rich life inside and out is a powerful spiritual directive that is the second principle of creating an exquisite life and there's more to this than meets the eye. When you tap into this deep truth without rushing over the nuances of, of it, you tap into your truth and, and truth with a capital T, okay? And the world opens up to you. So you have the power to create worlds, okay? So let's talk about those two things, your truth and truth with a capital T. So your truth. Your truth is is so essential. When you align with yourself, you and you start acting from a place of 100% pure alignment, you start living into your truth and you make decisions from that place. It it creates richness in your life. And this is a wealth of life. I'm not talking simply money. I'm talking this exquisite life, this wealth of life, this this ability to to feel lit up and connected with life in love with life if you will it 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 creates that okay when you are in alignment with yourself okay and this requires that you move through your your internal blocks so important okay to to be someone who acts in in 100% alignment with who she is and then alignment with truth with a capital t that that bigger truth is a spiritual truth okay and and there's a there's a a, a greater knowing a greater life force here than 
this this human physical form and when we're able to tap into that and align with that we have the power within us then to create worlds this 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 greater truth is a is the power that created worlds okay and when you tap into it you create you you're able to create this wealth of life without so much of that that push energy that that force energy where you're working matter to matter and 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 going hard instead of going enjoyment right instead of going with ease and flow and joy right and 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 that sense of freedom and love of life so i'm arguing for the 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 fact that it can be done differently okay you can create differently and when you align with yourself and align with this bigger truth you you gain this power to to create in this way that is not changing things in a forceful way through your action alone i'm not saying that you don't have to take action i'm a friend of action but there's this other way okay so it doesn't have to come with the struggle which brings us to our third principle create a life full of magic and beauty that is exquisite each and every day do you believe that that's possible for yourself, that you can create a life of magic and beauty that's exquisite each and every day? I would have said just a short little while ago that that was something I desired, but my day-to-day life didn't look like that. There was delight at times, but I was into a, a place that didn't feel delightful anymore. And um, I would say, I wouldn't say that I was just dialing it in, but my life force was was uh, dampened. And I now have a different um, experience of, of life force. And I know exactly how to create magic and beauty each and every day. So what do I mean by magic and beauty? I don't mean that you're a magician waving your your magic wand. I mean that you are creating uh, mystical experiences, little synchronicities, things that light you up, that delight you. You have these experiences that you're like, oh, that's the best thing. That's an amazing thing that just happened. That, That I love. We both thought the same thought and you start laughing, right? Like you're these things light you up and you you're filled with the joy of life instead of the the burden of having to just get things done. Okay. And there's so much more to that, but we've got a lot to cover. So I'm gonna keep going. And then beauty is such an important piece. Beauty is an essential element that human beings are drawn to. We 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 love the calming, uh, satisfying effect of beautiful things, beautiful experiences, beautiful um, backgrounds, beautiful settings. Right? Beauty is an element in our life that humans are attracted to. We're magnetized to beauty because it brings us a sense of calm and satisfaction. And there's a sense of loveliness to it. And so magic and beauty are are key elements to an exquisite life. And you can have those each and every day. Now, I will say that this is a progressive 
creation. It's it's a practice. It, there's there is an act of discipline here to create this. It's not just an instantaneous just add water kind of thing. I had to work really uh intentionally on my inner game, my 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 inner being, my inner thinking, how I was thinking, how I was feeling in order to shift my perspective so that I could be in alignment with magic and beauty and and have that every day. Okay. So that's part of what creates a, a rich internal life as well. But most people are addicted to a level of struggle in their lives and, you know, having some sort of set point of a feeling in their lives. Like it can only feel so good. So most people will like have these highs and then come back to this set point, have a high, come back to the set point. Maybe there's a little low, come back to the set point. And this set point is not a feeling of exquisite lit up life. It's not, it doesn't have magic and beauty every day. It's a set point of, okay, good enough. Um, some version therein. And and it would be interesting for you to evaluate what your set point is. For for years, I thought it was a little bit higher than it was. And then I realized, oh, look, I actually keep coming back to this level. This is not the level that I want to keep coming back to, okay? So people oftentimes can have, you know, bigger titles, more st- prestigious positions or income, you know, nicer and nicer and finer and finer things, vacations, cars, houses, clothes, etc. And I love all all the beautiful things. I love my house, I love my clothes, I love going on nice vacations. All of those are um lovely and 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 our species is drawn to to those things but if our insights aren't aligned with the power that creates worlds right that that power that truth with a capital t you will always be wanting lacking missing something okay hey amira here want to know more about what keeps uber successful women from achieving everything they want in life find out more at theunstoppablewoman.com Now let's get back to the episode. So if we haven't tapped into how to live in truth, big T truth, we will have a lot, but not feel lit up every day. Okay. Which brings us to our fourth principle that our true power and pleasure lies in honoring the truth of who we are. Our true power and pleasure lies in honoring the truth of who we are. So what is the truth? We can speak about the truth from a lot of different angles, a lot of different perspectives. This is our truth in in the sense of like our inner knowing, our intuition. A lot of you have good intuition. This is our truth in the sense of what is right and correct for us. I mentioned that previously, but just a little additional note that a lot of women in certain areas of their lives, not in all areas, probably not in their CEO um, area, but in other areas places, maybe in their relationships with their family or their their kids or their lover or whatever. So many women suppress and supplement, sublimate, uh, divert or modify what they really want, who they really are and how they want to act and be. They try and get along, compromise. There's nothing wrong with getting along and compromising. And it's a matter of degree here and there's nuance and discernment. But you know you've gone too far in the compromising when the resentment starts building up. If you're resentful, you need to start paying attention to that because 
that's an indication that you haven't been honest about your truth. Okay. There is also our truth in the sense of our connection to the greater truth, our greater self, our spiritual non-physical self. Okay. Some people call it soul. Some people call it source. I like to call it our greater self. Whatever you call it, it's our connection to infinite intelligence, infinite power, the power that creates on a non-physical plane. When we're truly connected to our greater self, and there's a methodology for doing so, we have the ability to create our lives with so much more ease. Our lives become exquisite because not only are we going after more and creating and living out that more life directive, but because we're not in internal conflict with ourselves. And by ourselves, I mean our our physical human 3D self, but also our greater self. And this is the how that allows ambition and ease and spaciousness to coexist, okay, at its finest. Some people call this alignment, but that just touches the surface of it. It's it's alignment, but it's also partnership and absolute trust, absolute faith in that partnership, wholeness, true love, like a true sense of what love, unconditional love is. And when I learned this, woo, when I learned this, a whole powerful world opened up to me, which was just freaking incredible. It allowed me to live a life of wholeness, of ease, of spaciousness, of beauty. And I call this the exquisite life. It was the missing piece for me in this journey of, of life. And it's what has allowed me to be able to be in love with life, have that feeling every every day. And I'm truly in love with life every day. Some days, you know, it's it's a small portion of the day, but it is every day. Most days, it's like the whole freaking day. And I love that, that alignment, that lit up feeling, that wholeness. And it's this connection to the world of energy rather than matter, energy, to the knowledge that is above or beyond this physical plane, the metaphysical, meta meaning above the physical plane, to the spiritual, and yes, to spirits, that has been key to doing this, doing ambition differently. And you, you, you just like me, need to dive into that at, at a really deep level. There is so much more to say on this. But for now, I just want to say that this relationship, if you master this, unlocks the key to ultimate wealth in life, the full wealth of life, the, the full bounty of life, not just the financial bounty, but the full bounty of life. And this brings us to our fifth principle in having an exquisite life, which is that mastery of relationships unlocks the ultimate wealth of life. Mastery of relationships unlocks the ultimate wealth of life. So we just talked about the ultimate relationship, the relationship with your greater self. Having this dialed in is so important and it's foundational. It's the foundational basis of everything. But there's obviously other relationships that we want to really have mastery in. And so many people get to that sort of 70% mark, or it's pretty good, but it's not great. Or it, there are great relationships here, but not these other parts 
of your life. So these are relationships with your business colleagues and your team, you know, super, super important for growth in this world and being able to actualize what you want in your, your, your business, your career. They're the relationships with friends and family. If we don't have those friendships that fill us up and sustain us and uh, help us be seen and and fully recognized in our life, we don't feel like our life is complete. It feels like something is missing. We want our relationships with our friends and our family to to fill us up and sustain us. And of course, no one can do things from the outside um, to fill us up and sustain us. That's our job. And yet we want these to be the best relationships in our lives. And if something's off there, this makes it our life less than exquisite. And for so many high achievers, not having a cohort that gets you or their family life really dialed in, it's a really big deal. Okay. They they can dive into other aspects of their life to fill that void and and be yearning for that. So creating those kinds of relationships and knowing how to navigate that is huge. There's also our primary partnership, our our intimate relationship for so many women. This is an area that is good or even great but is not extraordinary, is not exquisite. They haven't yet created that exquisite love that they desire. So you can have a really supportive partnership. I know I did. That's comfortable, that's connected, that gives you so very, very much, that is got a lot of security there from longevity of, of knowing each other, of, of really being partnered, but is missing, say, the hot, sexy polarity that's required for a truly lit up relationship. I talk about sex a lot on this podcast because I think it's one of the the key things to having an exquisite life. So if you if you don't have that, you don't necessarily have access to the force and vitality in life that you want. So maybe the relationship is great in, in every way, but you're just not having great sex. Or maybe it's become more distant and and you're finding yourself on different paths and going in different directions, even though you live together really well. Could be so many things. It could be not being in a relationship at all, right? You you might not be in one and you might say that you don't want to be in one or you might yearn to be in one. Want to be clear here, I'm not saying that to have an exquisite life, you need to be in a partnered relationship. And I will come back to that. I'm going to give that a little bit more thought because I I do think our sexual energy is very important for our vitality and life force. And of course, you can get that going on your own, but there is something about being partnered that, that helps that. So I'm going to give that a little bit more thought, but I am uh, not saying that for every woman right now is the time to be in a relationship because that's just not true. But if you want to be in a relationship or you're staying in a relationship that's good, but not truly satisfying, this is going to be one of the things that is holding you back from a truly exquisite life. And it's a big deal. And a lot of people don't like to look at it. Uh, If this isn't you, then there might be something else that's holding you back from a truly exquisite life. And I know for me, I had this core wound of 
unlovability that was really holding me back in in my life. And this is this is one of the big core teachings, no pun intended there, that I help my clients with because it's so critical for breaking through. And in fact, when I broke through on this core wound of unlovability and the end of the story that I started earlier was that I ended a relationship and I did a lot of work on this core wound of unlovability, about six months, maybe a little bit more of work on that on the field of play, right? Like not, not hiding out from it. And when I actually broke through on that, and there's a whole story that I will share some other time on what that took to do, it changed everything in my life. And this is what I was talking about earlier in the podcast, where if you, if you break through in one area, that is this key and foundational fundamental area to you, it can unleash success in all areas of your life. And for me, that's what doing, working on this core wound of unlovability and, and, and intimate partnered relationships did for me. It helped me get leverage over myself because ultimately I wanted more than just the lit up relationship, the hot and sexy relationship, the intimate partnered, fully seen relationship. I wanted more than just that. I wanted to have that plus my ambition, plus my my career, plus my ability to create wealth, plus my you know, life with spaciousness and ease. And that was one of the the things that I was yearning for that that was missing in my life. And when I entered into this new relationship, there was a big enough incentive for me to slow down. And I often teach you have to want it badly enough and you have to get leverage over yourself and find something ultimately that is a strong enough desire that it causes you to to change the habitual way you're being so that you can be who you want to be and live the life you truly want to live. And so this was the big enough the big enough leverage for me which leads us to our sixth and final principle, which is in our innate directive for growth lies a wealth of vitality and purpose. And this is a big point that I want to make with all of you, that this desire for the intimate relationship, this uh, growth directive that I had was inside of that, laid the golden nugget for wealth and vitality and purpose in my life. And if I hadn't have done the scary things to grow into that, I wouldn't have been able to step into the vitality and purpose that was here for me. And there there are so many uh, women who have achieved a certain level of success and they may have done it in a kind of grinded out way and are feeling a little bit burnt out or overwhelmed or I can't possibly do it like that any longer. And yet they're, they, they are yearning for impact, for meaning, for, for, for purpose. And I want, I'm speaking to you right now. If you're asking what's next, there is a next, but that next is locked up in your innate growth directive. It's locked up in that place where you're, you're not growing right now. 
It's locked up in that place that you don't want to look at that you, but you need to look at to grow through. And it's often, often linked with that core wound, that primary one place in the, the area of your life that you um, strive so hard to protect and, and yet in doing so holds it in place in the way it is. It's always been and doesn't allow you to create and do life differently. So, so those are the six pillar principles for an exquisite life. I'm going to summarize them again for you. So to repeat, ambition at its finest coexists with ease and spaciousness. Our drive for a rich life inside and out is a powerful spiritual directive. Create a life full of magic and beauty that is exquisite each and every day. Our true power and pleasure lies in honoring the truth of who we are. Mastery of relationships unlocks the ultimate wealth of life. Number six, in our innate directive for growth lies a wealth of vitality and purpose. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will be diving in deeper to all of these concepts in upcoming episodes. And I encourage you, if you haven't yet subscribed, to subscribe so you can get notifications on when we put out new content. If you've already subscribed, thank you for being a loyal listener. I so appreciate you. Please share this episode with the women in your life who need to, to hear it and This is just the beginning of the new direction that the Unstoppable Woman is going in. And I hope you come along with us to create your exquisite life. Thanks for listening. I'm Amira Alvarez. I'm the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman and the creator of the Exquisite Life Methodology. Be well, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Most ambitious women I work with already have good lives, possibly even great But there's often this one area that is fine as is, but not yet exquisite. And yet, when we unlock that one area, they access a whole new level. I wanna personally invite you to book a complimentary call with me and discover what that unlock could do for you. These calls are for women who have done at least a million or more in their business or executive career and are ready for an exquisite life inside and out. You can book our conversation at theunstoppablewoman.com slash connect.